Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. The point of like how even like, sometimes you can feel shame around taking time for yourself and maybe not feel like deserving of it because like you think that you need to be doing something else and not like taking care of yourself necessarily. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations Brewing. We're excited to have you guys. And we are talking, you know, just to be fully transparent, we both need to be participating in more of this. (laughs) I know. Um, So we actually didn't have an episode released this week um, because honestly, both Divya and I ended up just being super busy and the one day that we both had available, we were so tired and we both kind of texted each other and we're like, does it make sense to record? Like, even though we have to release an episode tomorrow, like, should we just take a break? And we both mutually decided that that was probably best for the both of us. Um, And that kind of goes into the topic for today, which is like um, self-care and on a budget. Um, We're just going to talk a little bit about that today and what we... um, define self-care as and how we need to do more of it yeah you know that's actually a good point because that was that was self-care and didn't cost us any money so we definitely need to do more of that I think that I feel comfortable in our relationship to say when I am at my capacity but being able to do that in other areas and and practice that self-care can be hard which I know in one of our other episodes we talked about summer burnout they think that definitely being in relationships where you can be honest when you're overwhelmed or you know need to take a step back is important but regardless of that I think it we definitely need to talk about self-care but I just thought that was another kind of like other point as to why maybe it was so easy for us to do that because when you have relationships like that you can just be like look I'm tapped out I can't I can't do something right now the other person will understand yeah I think it's harder to sometimes tell other people how you need to have maybe a a self-care day or like take a moment to do that because I think sometimes it just looks like oh you like are just I don't know it could be looked like as lazy or that like you don't care or things like that so we kind of want to kind of debunk all of that today and explain why it's so necessary to focus on your self-care um I know that it can be looked at in in different ways ways and so we're gonna we're gonna go through that um in today's episode mm-hmm. yeah and and like many myths about self-care that like, didn't have me engaging in as much because 
I, well, I mean, the title of our episode is about self-care on a budget, but I didn't engage in as much self-care before because I thought that you had to do like big grand gestures to do that. Because when we started talking about self-care, which truthfully wasn't that long ago, like when we were in college, even I don't feel like self-care was talked about. Like self-care was not a topic of discussion, like take a mm. self-care day. It's been only something once you've been, I guess, working um, and a bit more of, uh, as people say, adulting. So it's not like a topic people discuss. So maybe that's one reason that I didn't do it that often. But another is because I thought for a really long time when the word of like the word of self care started becoming a buzzword that it would always be more extravagant things like trips or going to like, I don't know, getting a nice hot yoga membership or getting green smoothies every day. Like I would think, okay, I don't have the budget for that. Yeah. I I do agree with that. I think in college more so, I, like that term was becoming more um, of use. And I think we, uh, you and I specifically associated that with like, oh, to do self-care, you need to have, like, you need to spend a lot of money. Like you need to get like a hundred dollar massage. And like, as a college student, you don't have a hundred dollars to spend on a massage. So, or like, even like things like maybe sometimes getting your nails done or something, which is like something that you pay for, like that seemed like something you like couldn't do. So that's why today, like we want to we kind of added self-care on a budget part to explain that it doesn't always have to mean like spending money um, to do self-care. Yeah. And then it doesn't have to be like a one-time thing that it can be a lifestyle. You can incorporate these lifestyle changes because I hear that too, right. Of what you said with, Oh, getting your nails on or something that people are like, Oh, I did this one thing for self-care and they don't do anything for self-care for like months. And then they burn out and do one thing for self-care and expect it to be better. But making it a lifestyle practice. Yeah, it, it's like you need to normalize self-care in order to like keep doing it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Divya and I also will talk about what we do um, in terms of self-care as well and how like ours might differ from one another. Yeah. Um, I guess like let's just start off by like defining what self-care is. Um, so it means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy, you can be well, you can do your job and you can help and care for others. Um, and that you can do all the things that you need to do and want to accomplish in a day. Um, like we've said before, like it's very easy to burn out when you have like multiple things going on and endless activities. And so that's when self-care comes in to play um, when you kind of like do things that like you enjoy that finds um, helps you calm down and like relaxes you. Yeah. And then we're going to dive into this more in the episode, but that it can be really multifaceted. That there's a lot of different types of self-care. It's not just one thing. And when we were doing some research on the subject of self-care, we found that according to Google Trends, that the number of searches for the word self-care has doubled more, doubled like like since 2015. And I mean, we kind of talked about that with with how we started hearing that. And I guess that kind of is aligned with also what we were talking about with timeline stuff. But why do you think that is? Um, well, I think also we've gone through the pandemic in the last like Two, like two three years and there, during that time I think a lot of people needed to kind of figure out what they needed for self-care because it was such a hard time so like not only with that but then also like navigating um coming back from a pandemic as well like I think this summer 
has been really hard on everyone in terms of like the busy schedules and everything as well. So I do think that's one of the reasons why like it has doubled um, in research of like, you know, figuring out what self-care is. Yeah. And I think what we talked about with the summer episode of burnout, millennials are so burnt out, like <laughs> incredibly burnt out. So I imagine that maybe that has something to do with it too. I know. I mean, like the the two of us here are completely burnt out, and you know, like as it's funny because like we both tell each other so often that like you need to chill, you need to take some time, like. But it's like I think we both are learning how to inc- incorporate more of that, like self care. Like Divya said this weekend, like she had a pretty chill weekend and like she went on a hike on Sunday and like spent time with her husband and her dog. And like, that's a form of self-care that she did. Um, and like, how good did you feel like being outdoors and taking that time out to like go on a hike? Yeah. So, and then like, so, so good. And I think it can be hard for us as millennials too, because we feel this pressure to always be doing things and like making our schedule so busy and that came with some of the stuff we talked about at summer burnout but I've honestly been finding when I've just been not doing that I've been feeling so much better and I know we'll, I, that'll probably be one of the things I say is like my idea of what my self-care is but I think there's just this push and pull between like self-care and you know FOMO or self-care and wanting to get that raise or self-care and the promotion and people feel like it has to be one or the other when it can actually be both. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be like, make like, not only talking about self care, but how you can like, accommodate that more in your schedule, like on a maybe weekly basis. So it's not so you don't lead to that burnout. Like that's the whole point um, of self care is to like straight you away from the burnout, keep you like, in your equilibrium and like, keep going at like, the pace that you want to go, but then also taking time out for yourself. Yeah. And how it's also different, like, person to person, that self-care is so subjective. Like, for me, I mean, I don't know, like, what, do we have differences in our self-care? I imagine we do, but I guess that's something we've never talked about. And maybe we can do that here in this space where we're unpacking how self-care is subjective, because I think a lot of the time we compare our version of self-care to other people's, and then we try to do what other people are doing, and it doesn't feel as nourishing, but... Yeah, maybe that can also be just an illustration. And, and I don't know, maybe we have the same self care, my point will not even be made. But it's still a point. <laughs> okay, so what's your go to self care thing that you like to do for yourself, like no matter what, like, like, this is the first thing that comes in mind for you? Honestly, like what fully comes to mind right now for me is starting to say no more to things, which I know, it's funny, because we talked about this too. Like, I think that I've definitely over the past few years become more of a not I, I'm still an extrovert I will say to my core I'm an extroverted person but I do think that for me and I think some of it also came honestly with like life transitions like being married having Kobe like it's just I can't do things socially as much as I wanted to before not like I'm not able to do things but it's just like more logistics like we have to get a dog sitter and like honestly I'm just tired and sometimes I just want to sit home but it's that I think that has been my thing of self care not to isolate myself like I still love hanging out with people and going to see my friends and and doing social things but like allowing myself to say no or limit myself like not before I would make like brunch plans and dinner plans and go out and now I'm like I'm just doing one like I'm gonna go to brunch so that is the first thing that comes to mind which has only been a recent development 
So when you do say no, like, what do you do instead? Like, yeah, you'll stay at home. But then is there something specific you do, like, for yourself? Um, I mean, I do love to watch TV. But the thing with me is I binge a show. Like, I watched Virgin River, and, like, I was telling Ravicha about this. Like, I literally watched it in a day and a half. And that's probably my – I just, like, binge a ton of Netflix shows. I work on, like, content. I really like to do that. Um – yeah, I mean, I do things for myself or, like, watch just, like, random, like, yeah. makeup YouTube videos. I don't know. Like, just, like, do what I'm feeling if I want to, like, lay down and rest my eyes. I just, like, listen to my body. Yeah, like, you do things that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I guess cuddling Kobe, dude, that's honestly the best version of self-care. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Like, my, my, my go-to self-care thing that I do is watching TV. Like, I watch, like, every TV show out there, whatever is popular at the time. Like, I've watched it. You are a fan Yeah, I am. <laughs> and, like, right now, um, Love Island UK is coming on. So, like, that's been, like, my go-to thing. Whenever I have, like, 30 minutes even, I'll, like, put that on. And, like, it relaxes me so much. So, if you watch Love Island UK, like, you'll get it. It's, like, so good and, like, so binge-worthy as well. Um, so yeah, I, I guess we do have like the same kind of go-to like self-care things. I'll, my one that's probably different than yours is like I like to clean and organize. <laughs> Unless I'm like rock bottom, honestly, I'm burnt out and need my apartment to be clean. But yours always has been cleaning. Yeah, like honestly, like the cleaning thing has been like ever since I was a little kid. Like I really enjoy it. Like I sometimes like. Um, I remember, like, during the summer, like, I would remodel, like, my whole room, like, move my furniture around, clean everything out, and I would feel so good, like, that would be my self-care, and, like, my parents really didn't care, because they're, like, she's cleaning, so, like, let her do her, but, like, it would be, like, crazy, I would spend, like, maybe a whole day, like, cleaning out drawers, organizing my clothes, rearranging the furniture in my room, and then it would feel so satisfied and would be on, like, cloud nine for days. <laughs> Honestly, it was so great, and I say that because I really benefited from Ravisha's self-care of cleaning because I would have her come over when we were even in, like, middle school, and I would have her, like, I wouldn't force her, obviously, but I'd be like, oh, my room is so messy, and, my, and she just couldn't stand how messy my room is. So she would come and just clean my room, organize my clothes, like literally everything she said. And now looking back at this, I feel terrible because I would just like watch her and like, <laughs> I would just talk to her and like be watching her. At that time, we didn't have like cell phones. So it's not like I was sitting on my phone, but I would be doing everything I could that was not cleaning with her. But she just was so happy. And I'm like, you know, I'm happy to make this sacrifice to let you clean my room if this will bring you joy. Yeah, honestly, I don't even think I wanted your help. I think I was fine with you just sitting there and like us talking because it would be so fun. Like one of my memories of doing that is like, this was one of the times in high school, I think you like had your room painted. And so we cleaned your room. And I remember like I came over on a Sunday, like it was Sunday morning. And like, I cleaned your room the whole day. Is that and, the one I have a picture I took of? Yeah. It's like, I remember that picture, like your room was spotless. It has, ne it had never been like, her floor was always covered with stuff, right? And so I had cleaned it so well, I remember. And like, I, like that satisfaction, 
obviously is still with me today, like 10 years later. <laughs> I wish you all could see her because she's like smiling ear to ear right now. I really am. <laughs> so yeah, self-care is subjective because I don't smile like that when I talk about cleaning. I know. I'm definitely like an odd one out on this one, but that I would express that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, like, thinking about it, that you do you, right? Like, of course, your way of cleaning with, or your form of self-care with cleaning is not maybe what most people's is. And maybe some people actually do have that. Who knows? I know that, like, Emily loves to clean, too. So, you know, you both can clean away. But um, maybe, but I, maybe that's, like, a reminder for people, too. Like, it's okay if you don't like doing what other people do, but you should still do it. Because maybe people yeah. don't end up doing it because they're like, oh, this shouldn't be a thing of self-care or whatever. But if you, if you like it, if it serves you, if it nourishes you, go ahead and do it. Yeah. That also kind of goes along then to the point of like how even like sometimes you can feel shame around taking time for yourself and maybe not feel like deserving of it because like you think that you need to be doing something else and not like taking care of yourself necessarily what do you like maybe Davio, maybe you can answer like why do you think people feel that way like that shame with self-care yeah I mean I think there can be a lot of reasons the one that really comes to mind is if we just think about like our environmental and cultural context <clears throat> in our society it's like really glamorizes like hustle culture and always being busy like people like almost brag about how busy they are you know what I mean like when we go out to dinner or something people's response is always like when it's like how are you doing it's like busy but I'm busy but I'm busy and we respond like wow that's so cool you're doing so much so like naturally that makes us feel good about being busy and so I think that that's like taking time from yourself when we're also having this positive reinforcement of almost like the opposite thing can be really hard and then I know for us we've discussed things in you know with our own tendencies of self-sacrifice and around people pleasing but I think culturally honestly that can come up a lot with self-care too because yeah. self-care is a practice right it's like a behavior and behaviors are modeled so it's like were you modeled to be practicing self-care and if so what did that look like and I think in a lot of I don't want to generalize and say like maybe like we can only speak from like our being children of immigrants but in maybe other collectivistic cultures I don't know maybe with the ones that pro that prioritize a bit more like community and group um, sacrifice that, that, that self-care isn't as much of a norm. So I think cultural values have a lot with that too. And then, yeah, like also like with your family and how, how much they encourage that, like, did they want you taking time for yourself? Were you like given a lot of pressure around like academics and achievement because with that sometimes we can feel undeserving of self-care unless we did something like I need to get through the week this is the common one I hear like I need to get through the week and finish this project and do xyz and then I can practice self-care on the weekend and it's like why do you why can't you do five minutes or ten minutes of self-care a day like why do you have to burn yourself out through the week and then be deserving of self-care so I think those are some of them yeah I mean I used to have that same mentality I remember in high school like it, you know how sometimes you would have like crazy weeks with like all your classes having an exam on like on the same week or something and so like you would like study so hard and like 
that would just be like your focal point, like, you know, get, get through, get through the week, get through these tests. And then on the weekend, like you can have a good time or like have fun. That was like the kind of the mentality I carried over with me, like to college and through adulthood, like, oh yeah, just a, just a couple days of hard work and pushing through and then you can relax. Like then you can do something for yourself. But then what I like, am now like doing with changing that thought process like the past six months really is that like that's not how it should be like you shouldn't just be thinking oh in two days or in four days like I'll be able to finally relax you should try to find ways to incorporate that daily so you don't hit that max boiling point of you no longer can like keep going yeah and when you do it daily like how have you been incorporating that like have you been finding a certain time have you made it like a routine or what have you been able to do because I mean I know a lot of people have that similar mindset that you were saying that you used to have yeah I feel like I do it in different ways every day so like one of the things will be like making time for my workouts like going to an orange theory class like that is a self-care thing for me um if I if that's not it then like again like I said like I'd put on like 30 minutes of like a tv show or making time to like journal like so in like in those different ways like it'll be like small segment of time of my day but I'm doing it for myself and I do feel like it makes me feel better like I remember like I I'm like not a morning person at all but my like like my days were getting like very hectic with how much I had going on so I started going to like early morning workout classes and I like started to realize how much that made an impact on me because I was making time for it and I was getting it done and it was making me feel good the rest of the day. And I, it almost was like, like feeling like, Oh, I want to make this a thing every day. Obviously like that's not what I do every day because it's just, I, I, like I said, I'm not a morning person, so I can't always wake up for that early class. But like when I do do it and I make the time for it, like I feel so good about like taking that time for myself. Mm -hmm. It's like scheduling it. Like you're scheduling yeah. it and like you would schedule anything. Like Ravish was telling me earlier before we started recording that she's getting dinner tonight. And it's like you scheduled a dinner. You know what I mean? Like it's like when we schedule things like dinners, why can't we schedule self-care time? Yeah. Yeah. And like it just, but I think this goes back to the misconception of like, oh, you need to have a full day of self-care mm -hmm. or like that's how like, you know, you really like get to have some self-care. But it's like, that's like really hard to do, first of all. And then you'll never find that full day, right? To give yourself self-care. So that's why you have to find it in like daily in like different ways. And like, it won't be like two hours or self-care, but if it's at least an hour, 30 minutes, at least you did something for yourself. Totally. Like shifting the relationship that it doesn't have to be this indulgent thing, but it can be, it just has to be a thing. Like something that we do every single day. Like we brush our teeth, you know, like you take, five minutes to do something like whatever that practice looks like, like really scheduling it in and, and making it a priority. Mm -hmm. And then that also then goes into the topic of what do you spend money on for self-care and do you have to spend money on self-care and like how much is the right amount? So like, where, sh where do you want to start with that, Divya? Well, that definitely self-care does not have to be this glamorous thing, but I definitely thought like, oh my gosh, massages, spa whole day get my nails done get my hair done and I'm like 
you know, that that's expensive. And I used to think that was what it was too. And then I would save up and be like, dang, that cost me a lot of money. I don't deserve any self-care. <laughs> so I recuperate my bank account. But like, I really think that, you know, starting to have daily practices that are just overall good for our well, for, for well, our well-being is important. Like, like hygiene, like having good hygiene, a one that people don't think about a lot. That's actually a really big form of self-care that can impact so many areas of your life. It's like, budgeting like your financial health um sleep are you able to do activities that you enjoy are you spending time with people who are rejuvenating are you you know like even doing things like staying in like toxic relationships like that goes against self-care like just simply by being around people who make us feel seen and appreciated all of that is self-care too we think self-care has to we like overthink self-care it's really Mm -hmm. not that hard you know what I mean like does it make you feel good or does it not and and that is like it it's really not that hard but we think it's something that it's really not yeah and like sometimes like self-care can be like you know turning off your phone for 20 minutes like Mm -hmm. Maybe like removing yourself away from like the technology that we're constantly surrounded by. Cause like sometimes that is so overwhelming to people when you're on like Instagram scrolling all day and then you're also sitting on like your computer for work. Like self care can be turning that all off for 20, 30 minutes and just like reading a book, journaling, or like doing something small like that can make you feel so much better because like you're taking the time out to do so. Yeah. It really is helpful that Apple had that do not disturb feature. Yeah. And that also is a form of boundary setting. You know what I mean? That you can like be like, nope, I'm setting a boundary around this. So, you know, I know that there's a lot of things that that a lot of big companies inevitably just do wrong because we all, we all can. But that is one good thing that I do think has been for me. Like I almost, it gives me like more of this permission to be like, I'm setting a boundary and then the fact that it shows do not disturb like other people aren't bothering me or they you know and and I also respect other people's boundaries if I see that they have do not disturb I'm I, I I'm I know that they're taking time for themselves so I appreciate that um so yeah setting do not disturb I really like that example of you just like turning off your phone yeah I actually been using the do not disturb feature like so much recently and not only has it like not having me check my phone I'm also just then like no, like, know that, like, oh, like, I have put my mind, like, focus on something else right now and not my phone. And I end up feeling, like, way more productive in that way, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, these are just, like, some of the ideas that Ravisha and I both have. Um, we do have, like, another, I guess we can now discuss things in our terms. So we found that there are a few different types of self-care. Maybe we can share some of either we can share one what those types of components are and then we can also share maybe what some of our favorite ones are yeah well we can so we can talk about how it's kind of broken into three different components uh, mental physical emotional so we'll define those and then also talk about how we do the the physical emotional mental like self-care things perfect Okay, so why don't we first talk about um, physical types of self-care. So 
Um, like I mentioned before, it can be like an exercise class, like going on a walk, um, dancing for five minutes alone in your room, whatever you need to, it can also mean things like going to the doctor, um, you know, getting those wellness checks in because I know like people are age specifically like are always like, oh, like what's the point of going to the doctor? Like I don't need to go. But like even taking out that time, like scheduling that appointment to get that physical done, like it's good for you, right? Like you're getting things tracked, you're making sure everything's going great. Like those kinds of things um, is what like you would count as physical um, self-care. Mm-hmm. What is something you do for physical self-care, Divya? Going to my, um, my, my, my work, I don't know how to name it. I mean, it's a workout class, but they have a lot of things. They have like bar, Pilates, cardio strike. So like, whenever I say workout class, people are are like, what workout? And I'm like, well, it just depends on my mood and what my, my availability is and when I can go, but definitely going to that. Like, um, I went earlier today to a cardio, not a cardio, like a circuit cardio one and my legs but, you know, that has been feeling so good for me because, you know what, I've been realizing, I mean, this goes into a different topic, so I'm not going to go too into it, but I've just been feeling, even with self-care, so much appreciation for myself. Like, today when I was doing, basically, we have to do, like, these, like, lunges things, and usually I do five-pound weights with it, and today I did an eight-pound, and after, I was like, damn, my body is strong. I'm so proud of myself. I was able to do that. So, like, doing these, like, things, and, you know, even going to the doctor, like, be like, wow, I'm so healthy. I'm so proud of myself. Or even if you're not, you know, like I have my own health stuff, but it's like you're taking care of yourself and you can feel really satisfied with yourself. I'm so, so proud of you too. That's so big. Like, that's good. Like you're celebrating the wins, you know, like not only are you going to your like workout class, but you're seeing like some kind of like improvement and progress in that as well. And like, I feel the same way too. When like, I like, do something in my class that's like maybe like a new thing that like I've like haven't done before like I was really proud of myself last week as well because like on the rower I hit over 300 watts as like my power and like that was like one of the things that like I was like determined to do but like kind of struggling with because I was like still always staying within like the 200 wattage and when I finally hit that I was like oh my gosh like I'm getting stronger you know like it's like good we should celebrate these wins it makes us more determined to keep going and like not give up yeah and like like appreciates them it like lets us slow down in life so yeah that's something do you have any other ones that are okay i know you love going to orange theory we talk i mean we talked about it just now but like do you have any other ones you've been noticing you're doing recently physically i think dancing um has been another one for me that's more physical um i've been a dancer for all my life and lately um because of the weddings that um I'm a part of like part of it is like we do a bridesmaid dance and so I've been like choreographing and like um having lots of dance practices and stuff for these performances and it I love it so much like I enjoy going to dance practice a lot and dancing for a couple hours like it really relaxes me yeah that's another thing of self-care that we have difference in I mean I love I like dancing when it's like oh let's just like freestyle dance like I just do random dances but choreographed dance that stuff like scares me because I'm like in my head I'm like just the whole time it's just like anxious thoughts of like oh my god this is the next move you have to do this one what if you f up and when Rubisha's doing choreographed dance like she has a huge grit on her face she is nailing her moves so it's like that's another thing we're very different because those choreographed 
chances like scare me. Yeah, I, but you got him so much better at those. Oh my gosh! Uh, remember before my wedding, I was like, I'm I'm gonna look horrible, but you know, I know helped me a lot too. So thank you. Um, okay, so then the next one is emotional. So um, that's when you're getting in tune with your emotions, like you're listening to how you're feeling. Um, and sometimes that kind of self-care looks like meditating, journaling, talking with a close friend, or even seeing a therapist. Yeah. Um, for me, I think emotional self-care um, is when I get to talk on the phone with you, that is like my number one, like emotional self-care that I enjoy doing the most. Um, and then I also do enjoy journaling a lot as well. Yeah. Journaling has been a big one that you've been doing. And yeah, um, yeah those are some great ones. I think for me, definitely. Yes. <clears throat> Talking on the phone. We got to do it even, what was it? Like Monday on our lunch break. And it was just so yeah. nice. We both ended up happening to take our lunch break at the same time. And we did just like a quick phone call and, it just felt so rejuvenating. So definitely that. And then for me, probably therapy too. Like I just love one thing I was thinking about actually this was it this morning. No, yesterday morning said therapy yesterday was I have never missed a therapy appointment. Like I have so like, un- I one time was missed a therapy appointment because of my time difference. Cause I was in Illinois and I screwed up the time difference and my therapist had texted me being oh, like, I remember that about the session yeah I felt so disoriented because I'm like I like I've been seeing my therapist for what like three years now maybe a little more than three years that I have never missed a session wow. <laughs> and she was like um are you okay so definitely for me I think therapy is so important um well one because I I like to just kind of like you know practice what I preach in terms of therapy but to like this is just a, a little bit of a caveat, but thinking about the, the toll of your job, like if you have a physically exhausting job, right? Like let's say you're doing like hard labor, like you should take care of your physical health, right? Like my job is very like emotionally taxing. And so I think it's really important to like really focus on my emotional self-care because to be the best therapist I can be, like I have to take care of my emotional health. I'd be like neglecting my clients, like yeah. and to not take care of my emotional health. So like, I yeah, guess it's, it's something just- that's very... Yeah, like, it's something that's very needed for you as from, like, your day-to-day job and, like, how, like, you, like, help a lot of people. Like, you also need that time to, like, take to talk to someone as well. Yeah, because the mental self-care, which I guess we'll go into that next, but mental yeah. self now that I was on that, like, I just thought of that, how it's so related to kind of your job, too, because Raj engages in a lot of mental self-care, and now I'm realizing, so mental self-care is, you know, basically things you can do is like activities to help you declutter your mind, reduce stress, um, like reading a book, unplugging from technology, taking care of your mental state, like your intellectual health too. So kind of like feeding into things that are intellectually stimulating. And Raj is like such a logical person. Raj is my husband for people who maybe like don't, don't know that, but he's such a logical person and his job is so logical. He's in, he's a software engineer. So it's so like logical with the coding and all that and I just realized mental self-care for him is like his go-to self-care so I guess it really relates to maybe your jobs too that might be something we just I I just thought of but for you like what is your favorite mental self-care um probably reading is like the first thing like my mind goes to like I'm a big reader and so whenever I can like take some time to read like read a book like that's like my mental self-care for sure how about you you know, I think just like 
the unplugging, it can be anxiety provoking. It's funny at first I used to have anxiety unplugging from my stuff. But one thing I've been doing for my mental self care is I stopped. Some days I do this, but I, I mostly have stopped being on my phone before I go to bed. Like I used wow. to like, yeah, I used to like scroll, you know, do the TikTok scroll or whatever. But we would talk about that. Rubisha and I would be endlessly sending each other like TikToks. I have put my phone aside. Like I charge it a little further away from where I sleep. Some of that is also because then it's easier. I wake up better because my alarm goes off and I have to physically get out of the bed to turn the alarm off. So some of it is because of that. But I've realized that mentally it's been like really calming to my mind that I'm not as stimulated right before I go to bed. So for me, that would be probably my mental self-care. Wow, that's such a good one for you because like, well, for those who don't know Divya, she's like attached, attached to her phone. Like we've sometimes gotten to like, little arguments because I'm like can you just put your phone away like I'm right here like she's very attached to it and like always has been you know so like the fact that she just said that like how she's like um unplugging from her phone like before she goes to bed like that's a huge huge deal so big and I think a lot of that relates again to your job in a way because the more I've started to be doing content creation on social media I start being exhausted by my phone because I think so phone now is associated for me with like work in many ways. Yeah. Even I love like being on Instagram, but like I, I, it's also exhausting at times. So I've realized that the more that I do Instagram work, the more that I practice mental self-care. And so I'm realizing that with the mental and the emotional physical, I should do not should, we should not, we never should like be shooting ourselves, but like I'm realizing that emotional and mental are so rejuvenating to me because of the things that like, I don't want to say like take like kind of take my energy, you know, like where yeah. you pour yourself out, you have to fill yourself back up. You're you're more um you realize for you it's more the mental and emotional kind of self-care that really helps you. I think for me, it's um like physical and mental are probably the big ones for me. Yeah. So like, yeah, like everyone is different. Like you pour your cup out more, like maybe like physically and mentally. Cause you do a lot for people. Like Rubisha runs around, not like runs but you run around and you're physically present for a lot of people and like mentally present for a lot of people at a lot of times so yeah those are yours yeah I mean I feel like sometimes emotionally too I don't know it's, it's okay. I, 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 could, I could say all three but like yeah <laughs> you're like a uh, trifecta <laughs> Honestly, we um we we just did research about this topic like for this episode it's not like we had like much knowledge on it as before so it was really interesting to learn more about like self-care and like breaking it down more um that's why we like this is such a fun like um experience for us too like creating these episodes because we get to like learn so much along the way and so yeah like when I was doing the research with self-care and like how it was broken being broken down and stuff I was like oh my god this is so interesting like so excited to learn more about this yeah and I hope that even like honestly with people who are listening to this episode like that's a form of self-care too like (laughs) yeah like listen to yourself like what can you do like what would our I I wonder what our listeners can be encouraged by from our episode yeah sometimes even listening to a podcast is a form of self-care right like go on a walk and you put on a podcast like a lot of people find that like something that they really enjoy doing like I do that sometimes as well so Maybe you're on your self-care walk right now listening to us talk about (laughs) self-care. What are some other things you would encourage our listeners to do for themselves? Like as you reflected on your own self-care and did the self-care research, what would you encourage our listeners? Um, I think like 
we mentioned this before, but I think the one thing is to like um, incorporate self care like daily instead of like maybe a monthly, weekly thing. I think it's easier if you start setting out like small amount of time for yourself every day to do something that you really enjoy um, with like the things that we mentioned. Because then once you start noticing that you're taking that time up for yourself every day, like you'll see a change in yourself. Like I truly believe that because like once Divya and I both started doing that, like some of the small stuff daily, we realized like, oh, it's like really needed. And like, we should take out time to do that stuff for ourselves. And so I do encourage all of you to like me, if you're like looking to start somewhere with self-care and like have been putting it off because, you know, you're like, I'm too busy. I have too much going on. I encourage you tomorrow, take max 10 minutes of your day and do something that you'd really like to do. Yeah. I love that you said like 10 minutes too, because it's so realistic. It almost is like, why would you not do it? Right. You might, instead of like doing it, like, I don't know, sitting on Instagram for 10 minutes or something, like do what feels good for you. Like it's setting a realistic expectation. Yeah. And it's like really hard. Like, you know, we all are part, like we all hate it too. Like, you know, like we come home from work or like after a long day, like we want to like scroll our phone or like do something mindless, but put a little more effort into like the mindless activity. Like you, why don't you go on a walk or like, you know, or like find something that you feel like, well, like, or maybe journal about your day. Like those kinds of things will find, you'll find it will help you out way more. What is your self-care activity of the day today, Divya? My self-care activity for, you know what? I had a quite self-care day today. I started off this morning. I went on a walk with Raj and Kobe. I got one of my favorite coffees. I got 10,000 steps, which I'm proud of myself. I went to my circuit class. Um, What else did I do? I, oh, I was cleaning my inbox. I was telling Ravisha this. I have so many emails in my inbox. I'm one of those, like, I'm Ravisha's worst nightmare when it comes to inboxes. I have, like, like, you all are going to be, like, you're wild. But I hate to admit it, but right now I have over 20,000, <laughs> 20,000 unread messages. Most of them, though, by the way, are promotional emails. It's not like I'm neglecting work responsibilities. But they're, like, promotional emails. I subscribe to too many things to try getting 10% off an order, you know, oh, and cool. never unsubscribe. So I'm going through and I've been deleting those. And so um, actually it was 27,000 earlier today. <laughs> now it's 20,000. So that was a huge thing of self-care. Like I've been getting on this high of excitement from that. So those were my I love that. I'm like so encouraging of that, as you know. <laughs> I hope I'm not by our next, our next recording. I'm going to be down to zero. Oh, that's a good goal. That's, that's a, good a really large one. Why don't I say two weeks? We're trying, we're talking about realistic expectations. Yeah, yeah. In in two weeks, we'll check on that inbox number. (laughs) I guess, like, my self-care thing of today was, after I came home from work, I cleaned the the apartment. (laughs) And, like, it was, like, really... So, I've barely been at my apartment. Honestly, I've just been here to sleep. And so, like, I especially the last two weeks, like, I, like, it's like I wake up, go to work, come home, and then have something going on in the evening, so I'm really, like, not here, and so when I came home today, like, I had some time before we started to record our episode, and I, like, went crazy. I, like, like, I, like, went straight for, like, cleaning, and then I also cleaned my makeup brushes, which needed to have been done, like, 
a long time ago. So I'm like, I'm feeling so rejuvenated and like ready to go for like my dinner plans. I'm so excited for you. I'm glad you were able to do that. And now you're having some social self-care. So love that for you too. Yeah. Um, so I hope this episode maybe like, you know, helps you find a self-care activity to do today and in the coming days. Um, again, thanks for listening and being here. Um, if you have any questions or want to discuss anything, feel free to DM us at Conversations Brewing. And also, um, you can reach out to us on our other Instagrams at Mind Matters with Div and at Rays of Ravisha. All right. Happy self-caring. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week.